0: This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor June is commonly called Pride Month in the United States, and so... Obviously, that means that anybody in the United States is inundated with LGBTQ whatever endorsements and flags everywhere. This, this can be stores you commonly walk into. It can be things you view on the TV. It can be mm-hmm. sports games. It's like inescapable, at least at this cultural moment, uh, to be inundated with that sort, of, um, uh, that sort of advertising for gay pride. At least that's how it's, be- it's begun or how it began. So uh, my question is how, how, not necessarily how do Christians respond to this? Obviously we have a clear answer in the New right. Testament for how Christians should should think about these things. But uh, what commonly happens is many Christians will say boycott uh, organizations or stores um, because of their endorsements of these things. And my question is as more um, a, a challenging one, but a discernment question, how, how do we draw the line? Where does one discern, okay, I'm not going to buy from this place or I'm not going to go to that event or I'm not going to be part of this organization anymore because of their endorsements when it seems like if you, if you do that on this side, there's another one over here that you're, you might be wearing clothing right now that has been endorsed by, um, uh, by the LGBTQ um, uh, populace. So at, you know, at what point is this a personal conviction or versus a biblical commandment and where do we really draw the line on these things?
1: You know, when, the, when the Spirit of God through the Apostle Paul exhorts believers not to have anything to do with any, he, and he lists a, you know, a list of behaviors, sinful behaviors, mm-hmm. he makes clear that he's talking about any so-called believer who mm-hmm. lives in that sort of way. And what's interesting to me is he says, because if we were to separate from anyone who lives in these sorts of ways, we would have to go out of the world. That was the language that he used. You'd have to go mm-hmm. out of the world because the world is full of sinful behaviors, ideas, philosophies, choices, decisions, celebrations. The world will always be full of things that grieve the hearts of believers. So the, the best answer I can give you, I think, is just to sort of tell you how I, how I work through it on, on my own because we're all facing these decisions, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I mean, do I go to Target, for example, Mm -hmm. who now has this, they have a special section devoted to uh, this sort of thing. Do I frequent Starbucks where I think Mm -hmm. there are now a few thousand employees who who are supposed to walk off the job because they don't believe it's being celebrated properly at their place of employment. Where do I go for my own conscience sake? And that's the first thing I would say. I believe it's a conscience issue. I don't think we should sit in judgment of one another about what we boycott and what we do not. But for me, there, there are businesses that I will not frequent. And, and it's not because they are alone in the celebration of things that I find abhorrent, because they're not alone. As we know, it's culture-wide, it's worldwide, mm-hmm. it's all over the place. But but for my conscience, when when a business begins to do this in a way that is Uh, sort of in my face, Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna make the point that I have no concern for believers, for Christians, for your your worldview. In in addition, I'm going to support not just this sin in its most general way, in its most general expression, but in its most extreme expression. Like we're going to have a section in our store that has to do with the transitioning of children. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When When it becomes so blatant, that they are pushing it in my face, then I just simply make the decision not to frequent their establishment anymore. That's my decision, that's, that's how I choose to work through it. I, I realize that if I stop going to Target, for example, there, there, there's probably some uh, unknown connection with the LGBTQAI plus <laughs> uh, movement at Exxon, or, at McDonald's, or you know, name the place. There's probably some connection way beyond Target. But in my, for, I'm going to mention Target now. So, from my mm-hmm. own point of view, when Target has that store section mm-hmm. that has to do with the transitioning of, of children, it's too much. It's too much for me. I, I will not frequent it. And so, and so, Josh, for me, that's just just how I work through it. I don't sit in judgment of the Philpots mm-hmm. if they decide to go to Target, that's, that's your conscience, that's sure. your decision. But for me, the most blatant expressions of it, already knowing in my mind, that unless the Lord has mercy upon this nation, and there's some sort of great awakening that occurs, the whole culture is headed that way. That one day it will not just be Target, it's gonna be some other store. I know that. So am I gonna boycott everything? Am mm-hmm. I going to go out of the world, as mm-hmm. Paul talked about? Mm-hmm. Can't do it. But for now, for this season, I want to oppose the most in my face, blatant expressions of offense toward the toward the things that I believe in. Mm-hmm. I, that that's where I draw the line.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's you're saying that the boycotting, at least, or the avoidance of of these certain places, is not necessarily. A black and white issue, and and I think that gets to even that passage you mentioned in Ephesians five, because Paul says, you know, the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true, and try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take right. no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. There's a sense of like trying uh, to discern what yeah. what is most pleasing to the Lord um, as your conscience allows, which is good, based on good biblical principles, and then make a decision.
1: Yeah, that's that's the motivation informing our consciences, mm-hmm. and it's a great text you bring up because that's the motivation. I want to please the Lord. Right. It's not about me, it's about Him. What, how, how should I conduct my life in a way that is most pleasing to Him? And I think uh, wrapped up in that as well is, how, how do I conduct my life in a way that doesn't confuse others about what I believe? And how do I live my life in a way that would be helpful to others in terms of setting a model or an example that they could follow? So I don't wanna be confusing in terms of what I believe based upon my behaviors, nor do I wanna lead someone else down a pathway that would be harmful to them. So, But all that's under the umbrella of what would most please the Lord. That's why I'm concerned about confusing others. That's why I'm concerned about being a bad testimony because I wanna please the Lord. Mm. So that there's the ultimate mm. expression of what drives my decision-making. Mm. But in that category... It, it does become a conscience issue mm. there's there's not a clear black and white answer as to what you boycott or you don't this gets down even to channels we subscribe to the Disney Channel right mm. when they begin to push yeah. the uh, homosexuality in the realm of, of our young people by programming and all of the rest and they' and they're blatant in the statements they make about it do I subscribe to that do I not Is there good programming on the channel? I'm sure there is I mean at least something a believer could watch and and not not grieve your conscience. I'm sure Mm -hmm. there are programs like that. But what about the rest of the programming? And what about their stated goals and their belief systems? These are things that we're all trying to grapple with, as the Mm -hmm. text says, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. This is what we're all doing. So you can't go out of the world. We have to live as light in the midst of it. And in that realm, a mind, a heart informed by Scripture these become conscience issues. And, and we're each going to have to make those personal decisions.
0: And so just the last part of this, uh, verses is Ephesians 5, 6, or I'm sorry, 5, 11, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead try expose them. And you, you were yeah. saying, does this pertain primarily to believers that are caught in some of these uh, sins or unbelievers that are caught in these sins? At what, in what sense do we expose them?
1: There's an exposing work going on every Sunday in this church, right? Mm -hmm. Every bit of teaching we do from the word of God concerning all these issues, exposes the true nature and outcome of the behaviors that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So speaking the truth Mm -hmm. is a way that we expose it, not tolerating those behaviors in the life of the church. So you think about church discipline not allowing believers to behave in such a way. As Paul says, if you're going to separate from people living these behaviors, it's people who profess the name of Christ. So in that way, they are exposed. So it's, it's by teaching and it's by the church's response to its own members with respect to all of these behaviors that exposes the unfruitful works of darkness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's us being who we are. Mm-hmm. Light in a dark place, salt in a decaying place place this is how we expose the unfruitful works of darkness
0: thanks again for joining us for this episode of the straight truth podcast now straight truth is listener supported so if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast you can go to our website and find out ways to do that straighttruth.net at that website you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels so be sure to check it out